Money FM 89.3, the best of prime time. Now, we promised you a conversation all about remote work, how workers want it so much, but apparently bosses don't. Flexibility, particularly the flexibility to work remotely or in a hybrid setting, apparently remains a top perk for workers here, even as companies tell them to come back to the office. In fact, almost half of Singapore workers say they are willing to quit they would quit if they are forced to work in the office full time. Alex Hatting joins us now. She's Chief People Officer at Employment Hero. Hi, Alex. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Bharati. Great to be on. Thanks for having me. Okay, so it was your study, an Employment Hero study, that found that 46% of remote and hybrid workers would actually consider leaving their jobs if they were forced to return to the office full time. Tell us more about the reasons that they cited for this? Absolutely, Bharati. So there is a clear reference amongst our Singaporean knowledge workers, just to be specific, there are workers that can't work from home. Mm. However, knowledge workers want to work remotely and particularly in a hybrid model. And you ask the main reasons. 52% of our respondents said it was work-life balance. 51% said mental health. 50% said quality of work. 50% said innovation. And 45% cited productivity. So the majority of our Singaporean employees having returned to the office in full time, it seems to have become a bit of normal. But as you cited, they've been almost forced back to work and they are cited that they're willing to leave if their employers do not allow them that remote work. Mm. Here's the thing, Alex. The employers are thinking that all the reasons these individuals cited for wanting to work remotely are lies. Essentially, employers think that people like working remotely because it allows them to slack off at home, right? I can understand that. (laughs) And that's why they're forcing them to come back. Absolutely. But they want to see that. So you need to place technology and all sorts of things within your organization to enable your workers to work remotely. And that includes things things like goals and focusing on output. So OKRs, which are better known as objectives and key results. So how do you trust your employees so that they are working from home? And I have seen it and observed it. We have people working harder than ever because they are working from home and they're appreciating the flexibility to pick up their kids or if you don't have kids to maybe, you know, live a passion and go to your yoga class or whatever it might be. I think one of the biggest challenges that employers are dealing with is how do they help people thrive in a remote work environment and make it equal or feel equal amongst people? And can I just highlight again, we are talking about knowledge workers. There are certain workers in hospitality or even your job where you can't work from home. You're in a studio and mm. you have Actually, to we can. Team. Actually, we can. Uh, okay. Both my co-host and I have broadcast from home before. All you need is the right equipment and a good connection you and you're able to do it. So that's the thing. And I do understand when you stress that it's knowledge workers we're talking about and we fall into that category too, knowledge workers, right? But in other jobs, it may not be possible. But my question really is, after two to three years of COVID, shouldn't employers be more comfortable with allowing people to work from home? Why are so many of them insisting that workers return to the office? 
Absolutely. Trust is key and you will lose employees if you don't give them the flexibility. The thing is, why don't they trust their employees still after two years? Yeah, they simply don't trust them because (laughs) there is this, you know, innate, I guess, desire to see people at your desks. We're seeing it across the globe. People want to see people at work and that doesn't mean people are productive. Just because I'm at my desk at 7am and leaving at 7pm, you don't know that I've been more productive than someone who's broken up their day, dropped their kids at work or gone to a yoga class or gone running in the morning, come home, done a few hours of work, gone and done something else, come back and then maybe they're a night person and they've logged on and worked until midnight. Perhaps they're a morning person and they've logged on at 5am once their child has woken up and they could have help at home with that child. That Their point of productivity and impact and they're really yearning on that and thriving on that and I certainly am doing that myself. I don't know about Mm. you. But yeah. So what is the way ahead? I mean, we've been saying this for some time now, that employers need to look at outcomes, that employers need to move away from presenteeism. How exactly can we move forward here where employers are persuaded to try a different way of working for the long term? Yeah, I think that there's a couple of things. To your point, it's providing the technology as well as those processes. I don't want to over-process-size things. However, things like objectives and key results or KPIs where you're working on an outcome and a deliverable. So make that really clear. Provide virtual connections and make sure you're really making a distinction between what you would call asynchronous communication and synchronous, which is asynchronous is online, synchronous is in person. So you need to make a distinct difference between those. You also need to document everything. It's a discipline and as companies who are going to be remote first, we have learned along the way through bumps that you absolutely have to document everything. So every employee can find the answer that they might need to anything on an online portal, whatever that might be that you're using within your company. To what extent might this actually veer into dangerous territory of surveillance? Because I do hear of some employees saying that, yes, my boss allows me to work remotely, but I'm being surveilled all the time. Oh, that is absolutely dreadful from my perspective. I know there are technologies out there that can tell how long you're online for. They can see your camera. I do not advocate for that whatsoever. You need to put that trust in your employees and you will get so much commitment and output back. Don't even consider looking at those type of technologies. People know about it and you don't want to be spending, I mean, that's wasteful time. I don't know if you would agree with me, but that's wasteful time to be sitting there and going, am I really that distrustful that I'm looking at how long my employees are online? Are they logging on at 7am, 9am, 10am? Or am I just focusing on impact and output and making sure you're recognising those people that are doing the right thing? And for some people, it might not be, and they may need to have an office environment. But we have moved into this world where COVID has done the change impact for us on remote, flexible and hybrid work. You know, there are three buckets there. 
employers need to embrace it if they're going to keep their top talent. While people say that they would consider leaving their jobs if their employers force them to return to the office full time, we have to bear in mind that the economy isn't so great globally. In some sectors, such as the tech sector, we've seen a series of layoffs worldwide and these layoffs have affected staff in Singapore as well. So should employees be so demanding when it comes to working remotely? Of course they should be. (laughs) We're human beings and we should put ourselves first. And while we've seen this impact more so in the US and the UK, and I'm sorry for those Singaporeans who may have been impacted, please reach out to me and my team. We would be loving to employ all of you. We're certainly not seeing the impact as deeply in Southeast Asia as we are, you know, in the US and the UK. And you need to look out for yourself. Don't be fearful. You can find a role and you will find a role. And as much as the economy might be scaring you, there are roles out there and there are a lot of growing companies. Certainly in Australia, I'll advocate for many of us that are out there. We have, oh gosh, personally, we have over 60 roles open at the moment. And so there are companies out there that are hiring back yourself look for those companies and find those jobs that are going to fulfill you emotionally, intelligently and physically and, you know, make your life better. Mm, But if it's largely an employer's market, I can see how some employees will be apprehensive because reports say that a lot of employers are now pulling back benefits, not just remote work opportunities or the option to work remotely, but other benefits as well because it's simply an employer's market. We have yet to see it in Australia. I understand you have seen it in Singapore and they are pulling back. It's where you need to assess what you need as an employee. So are you willing to kind of stay somewhere that they're going to pull back benefits or are you wanting to move to an employer that's going to support you? But more importantly, you want to move to work to someone that is going to have a purpose that inspires you and is going to support you from a remote and flexible work environment. Thank you very much for that, Alex. Alex Hatting is Chief People Officer at Employment Hero. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.